Welcome to Talking Travels and Other Stuff with me, Sarah Darling. Today, I'd like to welcome Elisa Biagini, the Marketing and Communications Manager of the Toscana Resort, Castle Falfi in Tuscany. Um, I'm really excited to find out more. It looks like the most amazing fairy tale location. Welcome to the pod, Elisa. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Oh, Gran, welcome, welcome. And how is it there at the moment? Are you actually based at the hotel right now? Yes, exactly. I am in Castofasi right now inside one of the building of the hotel um, because, well, Castofasi is quite huge and uh, um, even the hotel is huge and we have a restored old tobacco warehouse um, with 30 rooms and I am lucky because my office are in a part of this of this very fascinating building and then there is also another more modern building which hosts the majority of the rooms um, so in this moment I am in hotel I am in Castofalfi because we um, most of the people that work here also have flat here to where to live and uh, I am one of the very lucky person that had the quarantine here in Casafalvi. So I had a, a five-star quarantine in the middle of the Tuscan countryside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. So you kind of get to live not bad. <laughs> with the golf course and with the pool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So tell us a little bit about the history of the, of the property. Well, um, Castafalfi is, I can say there is a magical place because it has, first of all, heritage. It's a medieval village um, that, uh, that uh, has been founded by the Longobard. This is why, um, this is where the name, the name comes from. So Castelfalfi is, means Castella, so Castle, Faolfo who was the king, the Longobard king, that founded the place in the medieval. So this is the name, where the name comes from. And um, um, so it has more than 800 years of history. And uh, then after the Longobards, during the years, it became the residence of the Medici family um, here in Casafalfi. And, uh, and it was uh, then... Um, it was the place where all the farmers used to live here in the countryside because we are quite isolated from the main city, but very centrally located um, at the same time. Um, during the last century, m- main part of the farmers that used to live here in the, in the 1,100 hectares of the estate uh, went to the cities to look for a job. And that's why the place was abandoned actually and the municipality decided to to sell it basically to private owners and uh, after um, some some years uh, um, TUI decided to bought this place in 2007 and uh, and I can say honestly that they have a very smart 
project in mind. And uh, we are almost done with this project now after more than 10 years uh, uh, that they purchased. Uh, and now the place is alive again. The village is alive again. It's a place full, well, not now that unfortunately everything is closed because of the current situation. But um, even last year during the summertime when we had the chance to open um, with all the safety measures, uh, we were... I mean, we were able to to welcome a lot of visitors, a lot of guests, and um, and also I can say that it's interesting because now Italians start to rediscover Castelfavi. Well, not only Castelfavi, but all the little borgos, the little villages in in Tuscany and in the other regions, since they cannot travel abroad, you know. And so we had a lot of Italians coming and. Uh, rediscovering their the roots lovely so let me just get this right it's it's a village it's a massive amount of acres and you have it is a hotel and properties on it exactly so basically it's 1100 hectares um the hamlet itself it's very, very tiny. It's on top of the hill of the central hill. Um, and uh, the village hosts um, the hotel, the two buildings of the hotel, the castle, uh, the original castle that hosts the um, one of the restaurants that we have. And it's the primary, the main location for events and weddings. And, uh, and then there are several apartments that were renovated and sold to an international clientele. Um, then... All around, there is the real Castafafi. So there is thousands of hectares of, uh, of vineyards and olive groves and, uh, and fields. So we have the biggest golf course in Tuscany um, with 27 holes. We have a huge natural reserve. Um, and, uh, and scattered throughout the whole estate, there are these villas and apartments um, that were the, fa- the former farmhouses, the original farmhouses where the farmers used to live. And now they have, um, the, the majority of them have been restored and, and sold or rented out to, to the guests that uh, they want to have a different kind of accommodation compared to the hotel, you know, more privacy, more um, autonomy. And so we can offer also that the kind of accommodation. And you're kind of known as um, a sustainable. How do you pr- promote that? We, of course, we, we, one of our value, we can say, in, of the company, uh, but also of the people that work here in Casafalfi is sustainability. We have all of, all of us, independently of the work that we do, we have to aim, you know, for a more sustainable approach in what we do daily. And uh, in Castafafi, um, I am proud to say that we do a lot of small and big things, you know, to achieve these results. We are not, of course, um, we not fulfill all the aspects. We are working on it. But uh, uh, so far, we... We build a biomass power plant on our own inside the estate, so to provide green thermal energy to all the facilities in the village. And uh, and this biomass power plant is um, is fed with the with the, the material, the waste material of the of cleaning the woods and cleaning the vineyards. You know, so 
it, it's a it's an important important step. It was the most expensive actually, but it, it it's a, a, an important mark towards sustainability. Um, then we of course we have the agriculture department, which is a very huge thing in Casafafi, and all our production is organic. So we produce wines and olive oil that are organic 100%. We have our own vegetable garden, which is a small thing, of course, but it's, a, it's also a, a way to, um, to sensibilize the guests, you know, to say how important it is that everyone get to know um, how to grow, even personally, even at home, their own little vegetable garden and to eat organic food, really zero kilometers food um, that then the guests can use, can eat even in the restaurants. Um, we, speaking about the agriculture department, we also uh, introduced an interesting project uh, two years ago now, which is called Be a Farmer. Be a farmer in Casafafi is a way to adopt a vineyard or um, a row of vine or uh, 10 olive groves. And, uh, and you, of course, you get some benefits. You have your own lab- personalized label of wines. So you have, uh, you have a, a nice statue um, from an artist uh, that is uh, Tuscan, Andrea Roggi, who collaborates with us. But it's also... Uh, um, I can say the most important part is that you um, become a part of this project, of the Custard Coffee project, and you invest in making these organic um, procedures, uh, organic cultivation possible. Because, of course, organic farming now is not a, it's not a way to make money, as we know. <laughs> we, all, we all know it's expensive, but it's something that we... We, we should aim for. So um, becoming a farmer in Casafafi means uh, taking a pledge with, the, with, with this land, you know, and, to, and also to make possible that these agricultural traditions remain, you know, and, and they are known worldwide, which is a very important thing. And we are about to release another small part of this project in the next uh, weeks, which is called uh, Bio Pharma B Edition, because we are about to um, to welcome some 20 families of bees in Castelfofi, and uh, people will be able to adopt uh, a, a beehive as well. Oh, okay. So, Oh, exclusive as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is the first time that I, that I that I speak about it. So yeah, yeah, and it, it's so exciting, so exciting. Brilliant. We have two two persons that are dedicated only to taking care of these bees, and they will be also the one that will um, accompany the guests of the hotel just once per week because we don't have to bother the bees. Um, but uh, we we can offer our guests for free the chance to 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 be involved in this magical world. You know, to to get to know how the bees behave and. The, it's a very interesting word to discover. And also we have the chance to say how important it is to support and to um, protect these little animals. You know, we know, we are aware that 20 families of bees are not changing the world, but it's a, it's a message, you know, that we want to, to give to our guests. And also one more important thing 
um, that I forgot about the sustainability and that I just want to highlight because it's important is the water um, system that we have here in Castofalfi because we have, we are we can say that we are sufficient, self-sufficient for the water consumption, which is something that is so important now. That just a few days ago, where the the the, the water day, you know, the worldwide okay. water day, and it's so important for me to highlight that we are totally sufficient because we collect the rainwater that we use to provide the irrigation for the golf course. We all know that golf courses are usually very well, not sustainable, we can say, <laughs> but we are um, because we we collect our own water that we use also for the fields, for the irrigation. Um, and this is why we also got the GEO certification for um, sustainable golf. Wow, yeah. goodness. So you are embracing the whole gamut. Nature is one of our most pressure, um, our, our most precious assets. And uh, so we try to um, to to, uh, to to involve guests in every outdoor activities that we can we can provide to to um, to highlight you know how important it is to protect everything and uh, and this means also involving some some experts that that can combine the personal you know um, personal care. The, fitness instructors or yoga teachers or um, just even um, environmental guides that can can drive you towards the trekking paths of the estate and uh, and just let you experience uh, the nature, the real nature. Because here, what I can say is that when everyone's, mm, everyone thinks about Tuscany, it's, also, it's usually... Uh, the main art cities that, that came to, uh, to your mind um, or the Chianti area. Here we are in another part of Tuscany, centrally located, but still unknown to the mass tourists and still pristine. I've been working in Castelfoffi since eight years now and every morning I got, uh, I'm surprised by the, the landscape. You really see just hills, you know, hills, vineyards, and nothing else, up to the horizons. And this is something that is not so common, even in Tuscany. I mean, it's, it's a pristine place, and, uh, and that's why people, this is the, one of the reasons that people choose to come here, even more nowadays, you know. Yeah. Sounds magical. Um, but Tuscany is famous for truffles. Is that correct? It is. It is. <laughs> In our woods, yes, there are truffles, thank God. <laughs> we are close to one of the most important cities in Tuscany, which is San Miniato, which is famous worldwide for truffles. And uh, yes, even in our woods, there are truffles. So we, um, we collaborate with a truffle hunter that uh, with uh, her beloved dog, his beloved dog um, can, can drive our guests to 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 hunt in to, to truffle hunting in our woods um, and it's usually a very interesting experience i do love truffles and uh so it's it's so fascinating for me but i guess i can say that the most interesting part when you go truffle hunting with a with a hunter is to see the relationship with the dog 
the depth is amazing. It's unbelievable because we, you cannot expect the bond that they have. Wow. And uh, so it, it's so nice. We, um, it's something that I suggest to every guest to, to have this experience. And also we are quite lucky because we, if, if a guest um, doesn't want to go into our woods with our truffle hunter, um, can also have an experience in the surroundings with uh, Savini Tartufi, who is um, a very famous brand of truffles. So he can also go um, to, to the, the headquarters that are located nearby and to have also an experience of the museum with the history of this truffle hunting family, um, which lasts from, I guess, like five generations, something like that. So there are two different experiences that you can do here in Kasovov. And then, of course, you have to sit in the restaurants and eat. At least <laughs> after your hand. Right. <laughs> oh, that yes. would be too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'm looking, I mean, obviously I've, I've not been yet, but I have seen the drone footage that is really something spectacular. Somebody very clever has done that. So you've got um, your kind of indoor and outdoor pools, the outdoor massage, uh, massage space, the massive golf course. You seem very um, kind of wellness and there's lots of activities. What, uh, what, can, what can guests do when, when they're there? Well, um, so first of all, I just want to, um, to, to, to quickly, say something about the drone because it's a uh, it's really the best thing the best tool that we can use to show Castafafi because uh, one thing that the people always tell me when they come here is that wow I didn't understand the vastness of the property and so we thought okay let's let's uh, launch the reopening with a drone video to to really show from the point of view of the people how big is everything and and the amount of outdoor spaces that you can experience here in Casafalfi. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, of course, uh, the spa, the spa um, is a huge spa and is one of the main um, attractions uh, here apart from nature. Um, we have two pools, one indoor and one outdoor, plus other outdoor pools located nearby the hotel. Um, since last year, we had this beautiful gazebo outdoor when you can have treatments. Um, this was something that we always wanted to do, um, to have, but, uh, of course the pandemic pushed us a little bit more and, and this is one of the positive thing, you know, opportunities. And we created this space outdoor and it's really fascinating because you have the view over the valley with the sunset down just in place. So it's one of the, the experiences that I, I mean, just tell me when the, the hotel is going to open because I will be one of the first guests <laughs> to have this massage outdoor. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, yeah. No, the wellness, you can just imagine the, the noise, the, the sound of just the peace and then kind peace. of having a massage and just feeling in yourself the nature and the space sounds divine. Oh, what we all exactly. need at the moment. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, so if you might not want to leave the grounds because there's so much to do, but um, you can arrange everything from hiking to cycling to wine cellar tastings to um, mm -hmm. 
cooking classes. And um, did I see something about Vespers and even Ferraris? Uh, yeah, <laughs> certainly. Um, we have a um, huge amount of activities that you can do here in Casa Coffee. This is also a reason why, I mean, Kastapov is not an, an hotel. It's not a place where to sleep. It's a destination itself. You know, it's a place where you want to go on vacation. So you want also to, to, to have activities, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have a lot from cooking classes, wine tasting with our wines. And Vespa, yes. Yeah. Um, we are located close to Pontedera, just one, uh, one half hour uh, far. And Pontedera is the place where the Vespa was born, where... The Piaggio factory is located, so actually um, uh, is here nearby. So we want to to promote this beautiful, beautiful um, bike, and uh, you know, you know it, it's it's the iconic way to discover Italy. We also have two um, electronic Vespa, two electric Vespa here yeah. in Castafati available for our guests. So it's a it's also way more. You know, to experience the Dolce Vita being green and sustainable. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! I like I like that idea. Actually, I've got an electric bike at the moment, and um, it's fun when you've got international guests. Would they kind of? Would you recommend hiring a car to get to the beaches and get to explore the region? Well, definitely. I would say uh, that is quite necessary. Um, Mainly because, well, as I mentioned before, we are um, isolated from the main cities. Uh, we are in the middle of pristine countryside. So um, hiring a taxi would be, it's possible, of course, but it would be quite expensive. Um, so I, I would suggest definitely to, to hire a car, even though, I mean, no, even because I would say um, it's important also to experience Tuscany uh, in the proper way, in my opinion, as a Tuscan born and bred, you know, um, I would definitely recommend the kind of slow travel, you know, getting lost in the countryside, explore, taking your time. And this is something that you can do only hiring a car. This is yeah. why, a second reason why I suggest this. Yeah, to absolutely. Because there's so much. I mean, what is the, is it the um, Marmor? Moremma region, Moremma. Marimma yes, the Marimma region is on the coast. Yes. Brilliant pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's the coast on the southern part of the region. It's one hour and a half from here, um, and it's a beautiful, pristine, um, pristine beaches. You know, it's it's a very characteristic um, in terms of beach. Um, Versilia area is closer to Castofafi. Versilia is the, the area um, on the north of Tuscany where Forte de Marmi is located, just to say one. Um, and it's one hour drive from here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very easy to go. Yeah. Livorno as well. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Cool. And where, as a local, would you recommend for somebody to go? Have you got any hidden gems? Well, you know, um, if you think about Tuscany, you think about Florence, you think about Pisa, San Gimignano, Volterra. These are the most famous uh, cities or villages where to, where to go. But since there are so many in Tuscany, the risk is to 
um, forget some other very nice and interesting small cities, like, for example, Pisa, uh, not Pisa, sorry, uh, Pistoia, uh, Lucca, uh, Prato. These are beautiful cities, rich of culture and history, located very close to Florence and to Pisa, just like on the same line of the highway. But no one, I mean, everyone is skipping them just because you have to rush to go to see Florence and Pisa because you have to see the tower and you forget to just get lost and discover these tiny cities. They are so fascinating. Oh, and I bet they're all so pretty and got so much history. And the weather is nice all the time. Is that right? Is it, or is it a good season to come? Well, basically, yes. Um, well, we have <laughs> to consider the normal, the normal time, you know, normal time without the pandemic. But uh, yeah. as I'm positive and optimistic that we are going to come back uh, to normal life uh, soon, I would suggest, uh, yes, you can come anytime. Of course, the countryside is not that attractive in winter. Um, spring is amazing now because the fuzzy is all. I mean, flowers are blossoming everywhere, ginestra flowers, are, so it's yellow and, 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 and red flowers. It's beautiful. But if I have to say, my favorite timing is autumn. Autumn is the best season to come to Tuscany because you have spectacular landscapes with all the vineyards that are red. It's amazing. And you have the new wine and the truffle, the white truffle. So <laughs> when you speak with a Tuscan, everything is about food. <laughs> you know? So that's why. Oh, wow. Excellent. And are you, um, do you have a date for kind of opening up? How are we looking? So um, we were about to open on March 25th. We, we were working on this. Uh, now we had, of course, to postpone again. Finger crossed is going to be May 1st. We, we cross our fingers. Um, anyway, we are ready. I mean, as soon as, as the world will be ready, we are ready to welcome our guests as we did last year. And it was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and then just come to the countryside. I'm sure the fresh air is good for everybody. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, thank you. I'm waiting for you here. I look forward to it, Elisa. That's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. What fun it's been. There's no harm in following a first-class darling. I think I might. Don't worry, she doesn't mind.